Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 174. I'm Killian Vigna. And I'm Zoe Bilal Springer. On episode 168, we were joined by two US-based salon owners to share their reopening experience with us. This week on the show, we turn our gaze to Europe as we're joined by two Irish salons to discuss how things have been since the ease of restrictions and the return to trading. So, grab yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, relax and join us weekly for all your salon's business and marketing needs. Looking at an industry, how do we make it inspiring to come back in if everybody has to wear a mask? As a former president of the IHF, together you achieve more, right? Together you achieve more all the time. When that document came out, going to government, and I had IHF, the Hairdressing Council, Havoc, Synergy. And I went, look, when four groups get together, we can do stuff. And I know each, each group can have their own independent you know, views on certain things. But on certain issues, we should come together. You can achieve anything you want if you really want it. We're kicking off our first episode of August on a what I think is quite a good note. Some avid listeners of Forest may have noticed a reintroduction of a tagline at the bottom of our opening spiel. That's right, I think it's pretty much safe to say, well, not everyone, just about every country and every salon is back in business. You may remember in episode 168, we spoke with Amber Pope and Amanda Bayer to find out what their experience was like during lockdown and to transitioning into back in business. Well, in this episode, we're doing the exact same thing, only this time we're going to be interviewing two Irish salons who have both been back in business since the 29th of June. So without further ado, our first guest who we're going to hear from is Greg Clark of Collage Hair Group and Hairbrush.ie. Greg is a passionate hairstylist with over 35 years in this amazing industry and also works with his partner, Alison. He used to be the president of the Irish Hairdressers Federation for two years and we can't wait to hear how his experience has been so far in the transition back into business. Yeah, well, we, we reopened on the 29th, like every other salon in Ireland. So we're coming up to, you know, we're going to break the back of the third week now this weekend. Um, it's been very emotional. You know, a lot of our, like, we're, we're, this is our 20th year in business. So we had all plans of champagne and all the rest, but that's parked out the window. Like, and we, we renovated the salon in January um, because about two years ago, I said to Alison, on our 20th year, we're going to rip the whole salon out and we're going to redo it. And then I won't be doing it again after that because I'm 57. Now. That refit will see me and whoever takes up the, the torch can carry it on from there. But we'll have a beautiful new salon for our 20th year. And we closed for nine days in January and uh, thinking, God, when did we ever close for nine days? We've done the salon, we never close for nine days. And three and a half months we're closed for ten, and you kind of go, oh, what a year, you know? But I'm a glass half full person, you know what I mean? And, and I'll always try and find the positive. And, and our sal- like one of this, I hear one of our senior stylists, say, Celine, saying to guests, um, I think Greg had a dream that this was coming and, and subliminally it was in his head because look at the layout of the salon. We've, we've reduced chairs and it just looks like the salon was meant to be like this. So we went all full length mirror all the way down instead of individual mirrors that we used to have. So we had six chairs on one side, six chairs on the other. So basically what we did is just pull the chair, move the chair into the middle and this client, client now feels that they've this whole section is theirs, you know? So it's just, oh, look at the changes you made for COVID. I said, I didn't. It was just luck. 
you know what I mean? Or maybe I did have a dream and I don't know about it. I didn't favor the idea of screens because our whole idea was to be open plan and everybody loved it. And I just felt, and a lot of salons contacted me and said, Greg, are you getting screen? And I said, look, I'll have a screen on the desk because people might walk in and then you have to tell them to put a mask on. But it's mandatory to wear a mask for the team and for the guests in the salon. If you read the HSA guidelines, there was no mention of Perspex screens, no matter how good they looked, whether they were on wheels, whether they hung from your ceiling. Nothing about COVID-19 looks nice in your salon. It's, there's nothing we look back on and say, wasn't that beautiful, wasn't that? No, nothing. So let's make what we can out of it. And if the government says we have to put up yellow signage, whatever they say we have to do, we do it. And the team were very actively involved. They, they had a big input. Like Zoom became our best friend, you know what I mean, for everybody connecting. We had bingo nights. We had, Initially, we were all doing all these nights. And then I think towards the end, we all got a little bit, oh, no, you know what I mean? To me, there was there was a lot of, one thing I did, there was a lot of free education. There was a lot of great webinars. There was a lot, like, from you guys, from the IHF, from Image Skillnet. So there was so much information out there. And then the product companies were running stuff. And it was just, I just said to Tim, you'll never get this time to get this much free stuff. And the government were offering amazing free stuff. And then the stuff yeah. you've done yourselves, fast-tracking, you know, the voucher, online vouchers, that was amazing for us. And that, that, that gave us great confidence coming back into the salon because, you know, within days we had a week's take in pledging. You know what I mean? And I was gone. Wow, like, and that that's emotional. That's that's when you kind of know, hey, we're doing something right. You know, people in this time have considered giving money. There's so many of the feel-good stories out there of, you know, just, you know, people crying coming into the salon, like crying. I'm going, crying, what are you crying for? <laughs> like, you know, it's your hair. You know, I, you know, like, actually, my experience on the very first day, right, a good client of mine, Noreen, sitting there, and I come up and well, Noreen, we survived it. Here we are. We're doing your hair. And fair play to you. You didn't touch your roots. And she went, no, never went near them. And the other amazing thing that's happened since we've been back, we asked guests not for a deposit. We actually said to them, look, there's so, so many people have pledged online and paid vouchers. We're not cheeky asking the rest of the people to pay up front because the people have pledged, have pledged. So why would somebody else come on our list? So basically, you, you had to pay up front and, and for the first month of the, you know what I mean, if you wanted to get in for colour, and we hadn't got a problem, and actually the clients, I, I, you know, I've listened to the girls on the, doing an amazing job on reception, saying, um, oh, by the way, you have pledged, you have money here, they were actually going, no, no, I'd rather leave that there, I want to pay, because I want the salon to be helped, I want to help out the salon, and that's when I think it's a hairdressing business, when you realise you're more to the community than just a shop unit. You know what I mean? One of the things with the, the collecting deposits was something I felt we should be doing. I, I, I honestly feel that's what we should. And one guest said, well, so why are you taking that deposit down? And I said, because, see that brilliant stylist out there? Yeah, she's been out of work for three and a half months. And her time is valuable. And she's got three and a half months to make up. She can't take the risk of somebody not being there. And we can't walk-ins, like walk-ins coming in and short notice people, it's not there anymore. So, you know, I just felt the, the supports within the industry from yourselves, even from expert professional, like it was, it was great. 
but we have a really strong team and, and the younger people that join us and like we had a new, a new stylist join us this week uh, so to me I'm kind of going God we're recruiting <laughs> you know a lot of people are thinking about reopening we're recruiting and part of that is that I I have a couple of I have an online business hairbrush.ie and it, and it, it was a breath of it was a little bit of air for us in the lockdown because as salons closed we were there and we we had our presence already there and it was just an idea I got last year with the two receptions I said look at this I think this is the way forward for a salon to do it if I want to get people in Donegal to buy products if I want to get them in Cork to buy them and the boys you get shipping a product off to Donegal and you're kind of going that lady would never walk past my window but yeah, now she is. And even when we, we we reopened, I got my printer in to stick hairbrush.ie logo in a decal on the window, retail store. So basically that is the, you know, the branch of retail for us is hairbrush.ie. So the, it, it partners up is Collage Hair Group is the salon, hairbrush.ie is their arm for retailing uh, online. In the salon, the atmosphere has been different very people say it's very calm you know what i mean it's very calm and basically the only way to simplify it, it's it, every day is like what i would call a poor saturday do you know what i mean like we normally have six or seven stylists on two trainees one or two receptionists that split we have 10 we have 10 team members so we were lucky the, the split was even three stylists one assistant one receptionist team a team b like i think Open for retail gave us an idea of how guests were going to come in, and we were shocked at how casual they were coming in because we we want a new addition. The dearest addition to the salon for COVID was putting a magnetic door lock on and a doorbell, and then they ring the bell. People just were so delighted to see you. they were coming in. Ah, and you're nearly going, you know, stop! You can't hold me. That's just felt strange, even with the team when they come in. The first assessment that we felt that you could do to get approved to be COVID trained was the building qualification. And my brother-in-law's in the building game, and he said to me, I'll send you the link, Greg, it's free. It's backed by the government. So I sent it out to the team. I said, look, guys, there's a couple of videos in this. It registers your photograph, and then at the end of it, 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 and you take your picture to make sure, and then you get a printout with a QR code and your little face on it saying you've been past that, the CFI, whatever it is. It's the builders, it's nothing to do with building, it's just to make sure you understand COVID. So if we have this, we're ahead of the game. So we've done that. We've also done the barber side. And then, you know, at the last minute, Margaret from Image Skill Net came in with a, with a fantastic one. And I'd also done the IHF one prior to that as well. So all, all the certs are up because I just felt the visual part of making the people feel comfortable. The seven golden rules, they're on the mirror in front of the client. And it explains, and one of them is, if you need to use the bathroom, please put your hand up. So one of the team can check that it's vacant, that you're not walking into another guest and minimizing the passing. One of the, if you happen to spot a friend within the salon, please do not leave your seat to go to them and say hello, stay where you are. So and we just find that it, it's been smooth because of the work, not that I done or Alison done, that the whole team done before we went in. You know, for the we done two sessions of get back to to work and one was on Zoom and we had a HR girl come in to tackle stuff that it wasn't just coming from Greg and Alison, it was coming from an independent person outside. And then we done one in salon and the day in salon, we spread out the chairs and everybody sat and everybody behaved well and we got great input from them and 
you know what like we we've done a survey monkey out to them about the concern what they felt what they shouldn't you know what i mean what were their issues and then to kick off the meeting i actually started off with tell me one thing about covid that you can look on in a positive way if i looked at the survey monkey which went to the hr girl and she put up the information without telling us who said what so some seven percent they said this, seven percent they said this, and it was interesting to see that. You know what I mean? That they could open up. I think it's just because we were a close team. You know what I mean? And and a small enough team that everybody trusted everybody coming back, and I feel everybody trusts myself and Alison. Now, funny enough, the opening hours and and the split shifts has worked really well in the view that going forward. Uh, every like the, the roster we put in we said okay this is the first month's roster so we're going to work and our hours are Monday to Wednesday 8 till 7 at night 8 to 8 Thursday and Friday 8 till 7 uh, Saturday and 4 hours on Sunday 11 till 3 Sunday I, I, I just said look if, if you're working 4 hours on a Sunday I, I don't want to work Sunday so I'm, I value so it's double time I don't know whether I didn't even know whether it's time and a half or double time I just said no you're getting paid for eight hours if you're coming in. Now, which to a stylist is, is on commission doesn't make much of a difference to them because if they're busy enough, they're gonna their commission's gonna take them beyond that. But for an assistant to come in, and I didn't ask any any with two two team members that have young children, and I just said, No, I'm not asking to come in on a Sunday. And the receptionist I don't need on a Sunday. It was just the stylist and assistant, and it was to get the colour workload. So we weren't taking load drives, it was the colour workload gone. We had a month's worth of appointments to get through. And we're getting through them, but we can't operate, I don't think, on this mini Saturday, Monday, Tuesday. It's not going to, I don't think it'll pan out. And the atmosphere and the buzz in the salon, eventually they will get tired of that, the same three people. So we feel we're going to try the mixing the teams now and we'll take that chance because we were never team A, team B, we were the team. So if it means bringing in some screens, I'm playing it as, as Gwen said, look, Greg, we can't get back to seven. I said, no, we can get back to five. So I said, okay, we have seven stylists, one and seven, you get Saturday off. That'll ring down. So Gwen says, everyone brings us down to six. And I'm going, okay, well, if somebody's on holidays that week, that brings us down to five, yeah. Well, then what about the other weeks? I said, I'll take it. Next month when we get back to our new roster, Alison will take it every second Friday off, and then the trainees will be in. Uh, you know they will have a you know they'll be paid for that day and they'll have 29 hour week the following week they might be less hours because of restrictions on people coming in so we gave every stylist their own trolley uh, so really that looked like we were covid ready back in january all i did was that uh, on the front of the four trays is guest one guest two guest three guest four and i said to the team if you want to be the ultra organized some of you is our ocd a bit like me you will have each i know that client i know what she wants i know what she's having and you'll have all the equipment if you don't, and then you put into what you need, when you get, we've given you time, but you're going to have a guest come in a bit late, something the color that didn't run, run over. So if you don't have time, you know that was everything I used the guest want. Take it aside, leave it aside, and I'll get to it. You know what I mean? So now what I find is that because we've been given the time, generally I'm using less equipment than I used to. Uh, bins, like I've never seen so many bins in the salon. Like this one is for PPE, this one is for wrap, this one. And we dipped our toe into using disposable towels. We need lots of cleaning cloths at the moment. So to use towels, clean, put them in a wash, dry them, boom, out.
if you did get somebody in your salon that had COVID, the fact that you're so COVID, anti-COVID in the cleanliness of the salon, the cleaning, the sterilizing, the sanitizing, the mask wearing, there's a good chance that person could go through and not infect anybody. But, but if they did ring and they were infected, well, you get all your team to their GP, you get tested within 48 hours, you deep clean the salon and you're back open within a, and you might lose two days. You can overcome everything if the desire to be in the industry is enough. And their industry is just an amazing industry to be in. It can be hard sometimes to see the positive in things when the world seems so uncertain, when there's so much going on. And for instance, with Greg, he, you know, he redid his whole salon at the start of January and then there's a lockdown period. And, you know, it can feel overwhelming, especially if you're working on some really big projects and then with COVID, everything just kind of gets pushed aside and and it's uh, you wonder if, if you're ever going to go back to what, things were before. But as you can see, there's always room to see the positive in um, what happens. In Greg Clark's situation, for example, the redesign of the floors and the layout uh, helped with social distancing. And it's not something he could have ever predicted, but it turned out to work out in his favor. Our second feel-good story coming out of Ireland is shared by John Hickey, Operations Director at The Green Room. The Green Room is a multi-award winning salon group uh, providing hair and makeup services in the Midwest of the country. It is co-owned by Sean Moriarty and Orla Green and John as the operations director, covers the day-to-day operations in the business and has actually recently become a trained fantastic hairdresser coach, uh, providing coaching support to hair and beauty businesses in Ireland and beyond. So we have one salon in Nina and one in Killaloo, County Clare. And we have reopened our Nina Salon first and we're going to reopen our Killaloo Salon in September, purely down to social distancing. And it means that we're able to get our team fully trained up and COVID compliant and everything. So everyone knows their jobs in Nina and then we can replicate it back in Killaloo when we get back into, into it in September. So we've been back since the 1st of July, just gone. And yeah, it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> I was looking at numbers today and we've done something like 400 clients in that period of time. So on average, we used to do between 130 to 150 a week between the two salons. Whereas now it's kind of jumped to maybe about 155 to 160 a week average. So we have not taken on, we haven't opened on a Sunday and Monday like some people have um and we kind of decided we made a deliberate decision I suppose on that because our staff and us we've all kind of got used to having a nice Tuesday to Saturday family friendly type of scenario and work life for the last couple of months so to go back straight into it with 10 days notice um to be working seven days a week it's not going to be nice for anybody and we didn't want to do it um, so we decided we would do extra, we'd open at nine on a Tuesday and continue the whole way through at nine where before we used to work, open at 10, um, and do two late nights and we're still able to do that number while also maintaining social distance and getting, having a little bit extra in salon time, but we have the support in place in one place to do it all. So it's great. We would have always been a, a very clean salon. I think a lot of salons are that. 
um, the cleaning regime. Again, I was doing numbers for social media posts to, for this weekend. Um, but of those 400 clients, we've actually spent the equivalent of three and a half days cleaning <laughs> over the last three weeks because it's 15 minutes clean down and contact time for everybody. So that is a, that is a good thing to be able to say, um, not least because it's expected of us, but because it's something that is really important. It's important for everybody. It's, it's a new standard of hygiene for everybody to maintain. And it's good to have everyone nearly at a level playing field now. Um, so we were planning price increases in March, just gone. And that just went out the door. We decided that we were going to keep our prices at their current level for now um, and keep them as people kind of expected them to be. Um, but we have added on a, a five euro PPE charge um, to every bill. And that, what that covers is it covers the extra cleaning, it covers the disposable towels, the gowns, the, the masks, everything that goes into making the salon environment safe. We're still planning on increasing prices, but we wanted to get our clients back in the door and I suppose a little bit of rewarding them for turning back up as well for us. Um, but it's not sustainable to keep the prices at, as they are because there is the increased prices. And people are going to forget that we had a minimum wage increase in January. Uh, we had a VAT increase for our, for our services this time last year, or January last year, and we had the minimum wage increase February last year. So there's been a steady increase of basic costs that are fixed that can't be just absorbed by the business because otherwise we're not going to make money. And as much and all as we love making people look fantastic and feel great, it's a business and we, we have to make money. And that's important because uh, we like to keep our family together. So we missed everybody and we missed seeing our team. And, you know, the, yeah, I, I'm sure the, there is the the old cliche of we're a bit like a family, but it's true. Um, we stayed in contact with our team the whole way through the whole thing. So we had um, a lovely couple of Zoom calls where we were all in our back gardens in that lovely May weather and we were having the chats and the, everything and trying to figure out what was going on, how was everything? <laughs> Um, I suppose there's a, there was always a little crossover between the two teams. So, you know, holiday cover and people swapping over, but never day-to-day -day type things. So that's been interesting. Um, do you know what? It's good to see the synergy between um, the trainee staff, the senior stylists, and everyone learning new skills and watching how different people work in different environments and stuff. So that's been really good. Um, how was it to see them all coming back? It was great. <laughs> it was really, really great. Killaloo and Nina are, did about a 30-minute drive between the two salons. So our staff in Killaloo were actually able to move over to Nina temporarily. So we were able to bring back almost everybody um, into the salon environment in Nina. And so it's been amazing to see what a full tilt salon, albeit with social distancing restrictions and everything else in place 
looks like for us. And we were it's really exciting from that point of view to just see all that level of support there and like, oh, this is really cool. Let's try and keep this. But that presents the challenge on the other side because it means we are probably going into a hiring phase when it comes to September to make sure we do have that level of support in both salons and both locations because we've now been spoiled for the last three weeks. And it's, it's meant that we've been able to do really well. Our book, our numbers are good. Our average bill is good. Everything that we need to be, well, relatively profitable, profitable um, in inverted commas for the moment. Um, it's nothing compared to what all of us have lost over the last three months of trading. But it has helped to move us all forward to this. Um, so we'll probably be going into a hiring phase in the next couple of months. Um, we had uh, our, on the Tuesday before we opened, so we had them in for like a half day to do training on the new protocols, the new client journey, what that looked like, what was expected um, on them and what was expected on us and to hold us to account as much as to hold them to account. Um, and it was, but it was really, really good. <laughs> it was really, really good to see everybody back in their happy place because they were like, okay, it's like Christmas Eve, getting ready to go back. <laughs> I suppose with our waiting list, I suppose one of the worries we had was how, um, how tempted are people going to be to go on to do it themselves and do it at home and you know that's fine people have decisions to make we have jobs to do obviously a box color is never going to replace what you can get done in a salon it just never will and it will never replace what a hairdresser can do for you in the salon um but when we did our waiting list we kind of used it as a, a data gathering exercise as well so we quizzed our 950 people that were on our waiting list um how many of them had used box color over the three months because well this, there was two reasons it was one we wanted to know for ourselves because but also from a, a patch test point of view from a color interaction point of view these are all important things to know from your hair history um and box color and professional color interact differently when they combine um but only one in five of those 950 people actually used a box color of some description over that period of time, which is a really, really, really great for us. Like it's 20%, but it's good. We'll take it any day of the week. Um, but even of those that used it, it wasn't permanent color they used. It was semi-permanent and it was more to get them through for a few weeks. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a feel-good story for us. <laughs> we were like, okay, this is a good thing because it just helped. It was a validation of uh, all the hard work that the guys do every day of the week. I suppose the, there's a few things that like will work, have worked really well for us as well is having the, like we have the chat box for Facebook now, so the appointments can be redirected. Um, and that was great for our waiting list point of view because it meant that we were able to direct people onto the type form and 
in a couple of weeks' time, I'll be sending Typeform off to the development team and telling them to update my database because they'll be able to integrate the CSV file into our own client database. So everything will be updated, including the emails and everything else that works, which is great. We had an online store, um, and we've had an online store for the last three or four years. Um, and it's been amazing to just watch that kind of grow and bump and grow and bump and grow over the last couple of years. But particularly over the last three months, it's kind of gone <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think like people have finally kind of realized in the middle of all this that how important their products are to making their, their hair look and feel good. Because without it, it's, yeah, it just won't. Without the right products, you're not going to get the right results. We've closed our front door. So they have to call us to come in the door. But they're greeted at the front door by one of the reception team. And at, the re at that point of entry, their hands are sanitized. Um, their mask is given to them. Their gown is given to them. So everything that is there is for the duration of the appointment is given to them there. So they've gone from having a not impersonal approach coming in, but it's in the past, whereas it's now very, hi, how are you? Welcome. Okay, here's what we do. This is how we do this. And this is how it's going to go for today. And then they're just brought straight up and straight into their, their chair. And the appointment starts straight away. So there's no, there's no waiting area because we can't. Um, so it just kind of breaks that ice and brings them up straight into the salon environment. It helps all of those who haven't been interacting with people for the last couple of months. And there's a lot of us that have been cooked up at home and worrying about different things. And it's been a very interesting and worrying, worrying time for all of us. Um, but it's important to break that down. And this is how you do it. And this is what's going to happen. Our reviews and our forest reviews and everything are, well, they're all five stars. And I can... Yeah, I can count on one hand the number of four stars and lower that we've had in the last couple of weeks because there's only been one. And it was to do with something very small that had nothing to do with the song at all. However, the five star reviews have been exceptional. And again, it's been about the COVID safety and people feeling safe coming back in. One of our older clients who would be more at risk and would have come in for her regular weekly blow dry. Um, to us was a bit afraid about coming back in and seeing people and stuff. Thankfully, we have a, a separate room that we can kind of close off. So she was delighted because she's now able to get back to her weekly blow dry, which she loves, but she can have it in a safe environment that's closed off from the rest of the salon and she gets looked after very, very well. So she's very, very happy. I suppose Nina is a much bigger salon than Killaloo. So We've actually been able to have the same amount of sections over through two and a half floors for us. So we, whereas before it was all on one floor, we've now got, we used to have, I think it was 12 on one floor and then another four and another. We've kind of moved it to having six and six up on the top. So it's, an awful lot easier to social distance in that scenario because we can. Um, and, you know, it was good. <laughs> I, I think we're really happy that we didn't go down the Sunday, Monday type route 
that we kind of kept it because it, we would have found it very hard to pull back from doing Sunday Mondays, in our experience anyway. I suppose one of the really nice feel-good stories, though, that we found is I think people have a, a greater appreciation for what their hairdresser provides um, over the last couple of months. Uh, like, it's, I suppose previously it was like, you spent how much in this hair salon <laughs> when they went home? And it's gone from being seen as a luxury to both a necessity and a luxury and a pure mental health type thing. Um, people not take for granted the hairdresser that is just getting your hair done. It's, I'm going to get my hair done and I'm going to feel fantastic after it. As salons and spas reopen, they're also shaping a new normal in which various processes are undergoing considerable changes. The feature you've been waiting for is here. You can now send consultation forms and disclaimers to clients and get all the information you need to prepare for their appointment before they arrive at your salon. Prepare, protect, pre-send. It couldn't be easier or safer. And with email and SMS sending options, you can reach every client in your salon's database. Pre-send consultation forms by Forest Salon Software. Get security and assurance with health checkboxes and client signatures before every appointment. It's time to get back in business with Forest. Standard SMS rates apply. Upgrade your package today and create unlimited customized service consultation forms using your simple form builder tool. Visit forest.com for more details. Moving on now to the Inside Forest segment, we're going to kick it off with the Forest Academy courses. We only have one brand new course for you, but education doesn't stop there. We still have a series of courses and course series for you to check out. The new course that we are speaking about, though, is the online store Sell Products Online. So what can you expect from this course? Well, it's a 25, roughly 25 minute self-talk course showing you how to take your business to the next level open up a brand new revenue stream and keep your loyal clients buying from your salon. This course will show you how to launch your very own branded online store, give your products a new lease of life for their online shelf, retain clients for longer with your targeted marketing based on their purchase history and finally it'll show you how to fulfill client orders in seconds. If you want to find out more about Forest Academy just email forestacademy at forest.com and we can get you set up. And one last thing before we sign off, a good few months ago, we started the Forest FM newsletter, a weekly newsletter delivered to your inbox on Wednesday uh, that contains all of the updates and guest downloadable content and resources uh, for you to access for free. We haven't really been pushing this a whole lot at the start of the year, but we strongly encourage you uh, to, to sign up to this newsletter. It's absolutely free. If you like the content from the show at the minute, then you'll definitely like the content coming through uh, your inbox. And we promise we won't spam you. Uh, so all you have to do to access that is go to forest.com forward slash FM, click subscribe and fill out your details. On that note, that's all we got for this week. So as always, if you want to share your thoughts on Forest FM or this episode specifically, we're all ears. Send us an email at forestfm at forest.com or you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, which we check regularly. Otherwise, stay safe and we'll catch you next Monday. All the best. This episode was edited and mixed by Audio Z. Great music makes great moments. Montreal's cutting-edge post-production studio for creative minds looking to have their vision professionally produced and mixed. Forest FM, the Salon Owners podcast, is brought to you by Forest Salon Software. We help salon owners get their clients back in more often, spending more, and generating referrals. Let's grow.